Well, hello, and so look at that. We're all in big screen for this one. Um, I can change it around if you find us a little bit too close for comfort. Um, but yes, hello and welcome. This is season three, episode 22 of the DC United Kingdom podcast. I'm your host, James Graham. As you'll see alongside me over on the top side, we have Angus. And down at the bottom there, we have Tom. Say hello, gentlemen. After you, Angus. <laughs> Okay. Uh, good afternoon, everyone, or good night no. to you, James. It's much yeah, later. I mean, it is um, five past ten in the evening now. Yeah, and it's only uh, five past five here in uh, beautiful Virginia. Oh yes. Well, we've again we've got a bit of a packed show this evening for you guys. We have two games to catch up on. We've got a little bit of news because we've had some investments. We've had team of the week stuff. New table, obviously. Um, and then we've got the game this weekend, which we've down in sunny Florida. Um, and I need to check out what the weather's going to be like. So, yes, uh, we shall see what we've got in store. So, um, first up, as always, we're going to do a little uh, predict score prediction league update. I know, Angus, you gave your prediction for the Cincinnati match last week. Um, I don't think I was I don't- right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was it was a good game. It was. No, I don't think many people got. I think in the DC, we got the we got the outcome correct. Uh, we got the outcome. Yeah, I think everybody yeah. got the outcome correct. Yeah. If you didn't, I was, was going to say. I think I think we were all like three one. Sorry, two, it was like two one. two nil three ones and all that jazz. Yeah. I don't yeah. think anyone called them scoring twice in five minutes, but you know, in the in the Discord group, I think there was someone who called four two, wasn't there? If I remember, I don't right. know. I'm gonna check. I can check. Yeah. Well, no, because it's all gone now. I say it gets cleared, doesn't it? But yeah, I'm it sure cleared. there was someone who mentioned it. Somebody, I, I don't know. if Somebody said four. There was a four thrown in. There. Yeah, we were. Somebody said we were gonna score four. I just don't know if they got Cincinnati's correct or yeah. what. So. But yeah, it was a great game, and then and then obviously the midweek game against Minnesota, I got correct. So I'll take I'll take that one for I think that's the first time all season I've got managed to get one actually correct. I got the result um, correct there too, just not the not the uh, not the. No, I got the score line on that one. Yeah, I know you 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 aced it. I did not. I can't even remember what I guessed. You, to be honest, you put two one. Uh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, you know, I'll take I had two one as well. Yeah. Look, Minnesota was not their healthiest lineup. They were playing an unfamiliar formation. They yeah. were just asking to get beaten. And we have watched. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, we needed to win that game big time. Yes. Because if we next, didn't win that, yeah. that was yeah. that was going to be a massive we question. All been, yeah, yeah. We would have been on the playoffs looking out. And yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we'll so get the table talk later. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we got table talk right now. That's the first oh, thing that's on the agenda. Uh, oh, please. Whilst I kick some stuff. Um, right. So yeah, so we're third in the East, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, when you consider back in 2018 when we opened up Audi Field, we had that crazy run at the end where I think we had yeah. like eight home games in a row, and we still only managed to finish fourth. Yet now we've got a brand new head coach, a roster who last year finished tenth in the East, and yet we're now third. Brand new system too. Third, brand new third system. Adjacent. I, I, I'll call it third adjacent for now. 
but yeah, yeah I mean, it's, 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 it's very tight. It's the tightest I've ever seen the Eastern so, yeah, for a long time. It, it could all change tomorrow, but yeah, exactly, it's, it's yeah. Third, let's, it's, let's yeah, live third in the moment. <laughs> Cause we're, we're third with 40 points right now. And then everybody down to eighth has 39 and Philadelphia has a game in hand. So yes, yeah. true. But they've got to win that. If, if we're playing, if we're playing bracketology, if we can pick up the three points today, we don't play over the international break. All we would need is for Philly to drop points against either Columbus or Cincinnati because they don't play Saturday. Probably not Cincinnati. No, I was going to say probably, probably not, not Cincinnati. Cincinnati. But, but Columbus, Cincinnati. Yes, Columbus, and I'd like to point out it'll be Cincinnati with their second game with the net, with a new head coach. Mm. Uh, we obviously got them kicked. We obviously got the first coach kicked. But I mean like, that's our thing. Yeah. It's like a half week, right? So it's like a short turnaround, and and it takes time. It took time under Chad Ashton. It was a a loss and yeah. a draw, then a win, right? Yeah. So if we're following that aspect of things with interim head coaches, then in theory that win yeah. is going to come against uh, come against Philly. So I mean, yeah, you know, I saw that the Chicago coach got fired and I quickly checked after, and I was like, I don't think DC United like just played them. After, <laughs> after a two nothing win over NYCFC. Yeah, you're you're like, oh, your head head coach. <laughs> I don't even get me started. That reminds Chicago me Chicago um, is yeah. We want to talk about poorly run organizations. We can no. talk all we want about the Chicago fire. <laughs> But, you know, Gareth Southgate, we know who he is and uh, the legend of an England manager that he is right now. But back in his first coaching role with the Borough, we were second in the table and we sacked him because the attendances were dropping. That is possibly why the fire let go of their coach. I mean, that's how Louis van Gaal got fired. He won the FA Cup and then we were like, all right, well, time to go. It just it, there's there's some decisions that genuinely just don't make any sense. Granted, Southgate got us relegated. It's definitely but just like backroom conversations that we there's, you know, there's something don't get that to be a part of. Yeah, there's something's gone on in the background, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're doing well in the in the being third in the table. Um, we've got. So many games, I've lost count now. Is it seven games left now? Uh, we were at six left. So yeah. Six left. Six left. Philly has seven uh, left. I think they're the only team in the East that has a game in hand that's in the playoff race. I mean, it's, yeah. Oh. So that's very. So this this game against the Cincy game coming up for them is going to is has league wide has conference wide ramifications. So these oh. next two games for Philly, pay attention to those just almost as closely as you're paying attention to DCU. Yeah, I mean the the other thing I've noticed a lot on Twitter is um, about how far away New England are in the in the supporter shield, but then I looked at it and Seattle have got like three games in hand on them which would then if they won those three that would put them only nine points yeah they would only put them six points behind New England so that's then suddenly very turnaroundable it's a lot though it's going to be true it's a huge amount where they're going to get those games to be scheduled and it's going to be like bang 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 it's going to it's I mean if they win all three great for them I mean I don't personally see it though Seattle's got Um, a good team Jordan Morris is back in practice I don't think you'll see him it's a similar situation to Paul right he got injured during preseason yeah Yeah. similar timetable you know if they really wanted to push it but they're a playoff team DC was not you know he's a playoff guy he's going to be back in for the playoffs but you know always in the back of your head kind of like how we're thinking about Brendan Heinz like and yeah 
um, Perez, which don't get me wrong, I wouldn't have put Perez in the same yeah. conversation. I like how Ryan's like tricked all of us. <laughs> yeah. He posted that picture of him with his boots on, and I was like, he's back. He's it's back. It's no. time. And then, of course, not it's even time. not even in the it's squad, time. not even in it. I was like, come well, on. It's good, good. It's good. It's good that he's back on grass. That's important. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'd rather I'd rather he take his time at this point and yeah. just be ready for playoffs. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Assuming we make playoffs, because again, because yeah. yeah. a bad result, a bad result against Orlando this weekend could mean we're sitting in like eighth, ninth. Yeah. And a good result it's, means we stay in third. I don't. We don't know. We don't know. Exactly. Um, I just want to say hi to a couple of guys who uh, just joined us in the chat. Uh, Keenan, good afternoon to you. I mean, yes, it is good afternoon because you're on the West Coast. Git. So it's what, like 10 past three? God, I wish it was that time for me. But then saying that, I'd actually be in my job interview right now if it was uh, if it was that. Um, and hello to Josiah. Um, who wants to go to a playoff game at Audi? Who doesn't? Only ever been one. My my last one was the Columbus Crew one. So. That's the only one that we've had at Audi, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. I yeah, I need something. I need something different because that was that was disheartening. That it was Heartbreak. a great. It was a Heartbreak. from a neutral point of view, it was a phenomenal game to watch. From a, I mean, from a DC from a DC fan until the penalty shootout, it was true. an amazing game. That the DC penalty shootout was one of the worst I've ever seen. <laughs> Deleon went from hero to zero in the span of yeah. fifteen minutes. Yeah, I remember. I remember um, Acosta missed. Rudy Rooney missed. missed. I was like, "This Deleon is your missed. job. This is your only job." Yeah. Honestly, well, I think it was like half three in the morning when that it happened, is, and I'm just sat the there. Only, yeah, it's the only oh. game that I have even thought uh, that I that I even consider that I've gambled on because I yeah. bought tickets to the home leg of the waiting for us after their bye Red Bull DC United two-legged tie because it was 2018 playoff yeah. format. Yeah. so I'm sitting there with stakes on the line when Fred Briant scored I went crazy yeah. when Higuain scored to level it or to put us down I was like this is I was flipping things I was mad and then De Leon's wonder strike went in and I'm running around the room going oh. crazy only for us to lose in that penalty shootout oh that was, a, that was a tough, tough game. And Icarine, it was weird because then when he came and joined DC, yeah. and I was like, I remember you. <laughs> it's like, aren't you he's that a, guy? He's <laughs> yeah. Pipa Higuain is a league legend. And in terms of MLS lore, he will go down well in hands and feet and whatever above his older or his brother, his younger brother, I guess. Because I don't know which yeah, one's yeah. older, but Pipa sure looks older. Um, <laughs> I think uh, Pipa is the older one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm 99 percent certain that he looks like 34. Yeah. And and then Gonzalo is 32. But I mean, they yeah. There's a middle brother who's their agent. So <laughs> very really? busy period, few years then for the parents. Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> Obviously, so we weren't married at that point. That was the whole reason behind the Gonzalo to DC United rumors back in yeah. the day, because their other brother is both of their agents. So when we're talking to one, we can theoretically be talking to the other at the exact yeah. same time. Yes. So that was the whole. That was the whole. I am. Rumor. I am not a not a fan of Gonzalo Iguain. Not uh, in MLS or not. I, no, I really I'm not in life. So I mean, it would have been having having Rooney is one thing. He was like my childhood hero, but 
I don't know about Gonzalo. I don't know. Mm. Well, better or worse than Kamara. Was, yeah, knowing knowing what he. Yeah. Hey, 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 Golden Boot leader. Exactly. Uh, that's, I, that's what I mean. I'll be the first to admit not I was not impressed at first, and then I'll eat my sh- I'll eat my shoes. Like I'll not even all time DC United scoring. Yeah, it's just so mad. He's at the level with Lucho and uh, Quintana, or has passed both of them. Mm. Quatrana, I can't I can't pronounce the other guys. It's I just... apologize to him. A homegrown player, and I'm sorry. <laughs> Right. It's just mad. So the race to the playoffs then. Uh, let's just have a quick look through the rest of the fixtures. So obviously, as we mentioned, we've got Orlando this weekend. <laughs> then we've got the tough fixture against Nashville, um, which is going to be huge for our season. Yeah. Um, that is at Audi, though, so that's decent. And yeah, all the games currently where the standings are right now, right? All yeah. the games where we play teams above us are at home. Yep. So that's a good sign. Yeah. We have a pretty good home record this season. Too. Great home crack and home record. Yeah, it's our like away record. That's in the East at home, but we're like 11th. Yeah. I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking Nashville, how like quickly we fell apart. Oh, we, had, we did have Kempen and go. Well, yeah. yeah. Somebody couldn't catch a ball. I mean, so, you could you could take you could take two goals off of that, but I mean, you could take three really. Come on, maybe three. three. Is, the the, maybe the, the three, bar down, the bar down Mukhtar goal, which is a great goal, and all the credit to him. It was great. Yeah, to yeah. Kevin jumped early. He jumped way too early for that ball. Yes, <laughs> he he got chipped. Like all he had to do was stand on the line because it was a chipped ball. All he had to do was stand on the line, and it wasn't going in. Because it went off the underside of the bar at that. That was the but, most frustrating like month or so. I it think. was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When the meter's out, it's just there's a, there's a, like if we sit on the outside. If we sit on the outside of the playoff race in a month's time, we can look at we're going to blame that month of John Kempen yeah. and think oh, about absolutely. the drop points. Yeah, because again, we played in that span. We played both Nashville and New England. Yeah. And I'd like to point out, we've played New England twice this year. The first time was the second game of the season, and we lost on a Brendan Hines-like own goal. The yes. second time, we went up early again, and that was the goal where Paul Ariola pulled his hamstring and was out for a solid three weeks as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's not a case of it's they've been one-sided, really. It's been close. Yeah. It's been tight. So we, we're definitely, and it's weird to say this, we're definitely up there with the best in the East at the moment. It's... I mean, being play, third is no play fun. any team. We, yeah. we we can play and challenge and hang with the best of them in this league. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so we've got Orlando, Nashville on. I mean, it's the 16th of October, but on, for, yeah. on my list because it's got the right times on. It's the 17th. Um, <laughs> then we've got New England um, at, at Audi, and then we then play New York City FC Away, at, the, at Red Bull. At Red Bull. Because, you know, they like to play wherever they can, except at actual home. Yeah, they're getting bumped for the vaccine clinic still, I believe. So It's just crazy. Go get vaccinated, New York City fans, and then maybe your team will play at your home stadium. What? A New York team playing in New York? I know. There's only two of them at the moment. At the moment, there's only three, maybe four of them. I mean, is it? David Villa's team who actually play in New York? Oh, I I forget the basketball team. So it's six. It's the Islanders, the Rangers, 
the Mets, the Yankees, the Nets, because they used to be the New Jersey Nets, then they were the Brooklyn Nets, then they were somewhere else, and now okay. they're the Brooklyn Nets again. They were, yeah, they became the Brooklyn Nets, but they were still playing in New Jersey for a while. Right. Right. <laughs> and then like, and then there's and then there's also the Knicks. So there's yeah, six Knicks. teams that play in New York City, yeah. but there are four or five teams that claim to be New York teams that play outside of New York City. And and most of them are owned by the same guy, by the way. Yeah. Mm. And one of them is owned by the City Football Group. So yeah, yeah. Um, saying that about New York, the game after the NYCFC is against uh, the other New York uh, team, uh, Red Bulls, and uh, that is at home. No, it's October twenty eighth. Come on, get it right. My time. Oh, sorry for you. Yeah, for me, when it's I'm going to the international game, going to stadium. Yes, come on. <laughs> I'm going to the stadium on October twenty seventh. You might be watching the game on October twenty eighth, but I'm going to the stadium on October twenty seventh. <laughs> oh, it just it pains me when I look at the fixture list. And it's like twelve thirty a.m., twelve thirty a.m., twelve thirty a.m. Come on, give me a different time. But yeah, after the New York game, then we're at home to Columbus um, on Halloween on, for me Halloween. Yeah, for us, it's Halloween's Eve. Yeah. I'll make sure to wear a costume for you, James, because it'll be Halloween for you. I'll appreciate that. And then the last punishment for the predictions league because they have to go to the stadium in, in fancy dress. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, better, no. better than the better than the Red Bulls jersey again. hundred oh, percent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, final game of the season, Toronto. Um, at BMO Field, so we'll actually be back up in Canada. So, looking at it, it is a bit of a game in Canada. I know, right? Because we played Montreal away, but that was before the Canadian border was open. It was, yes, yeah. Because that was when they were still playing at Miami Stadium. Yeah, in Fort Lauderdale. Yes, so it's the only... such a weird... It was weird, (laughs) It's the only time we've played a Canadian team in Canada this year. And I might add that was the first time Losada has ever had a 0-0 draw. That's when we played the Canadian team away. So hopefully not a repeat. But yes, I mean to be fair, when we played Toronto last time, it was a bit one-sided. Yeah, you could say. Can't that. imagine it's going to be like that again. But you never know. They they are. You never know. Swishing um, around that drain, at the bottom of the East. So yes, but looking at it, so our next four games are big games because the they're we're, the we're playing teams around us. Four games. Yeah. yeah. And then when you look at the last three, so we have got seven fixtures left. Uh, when you look at the oh, last. Yeah last three fixtures that realistically they're games that we should be winning there shouldn't be any other result apart from a win on those ones um so as long as we can get through the next four unscathed uh, whether the draw uh, uh, 10 points and the next four games will be amazing i think um if we end up with seven it's not the end of the world i think but then we win the last three games and I think we'd be sitting quite rosy with a home playoff match. The way our schedule is lined up, the way our schedule is set, it's set mm-hmm. for DC to succeed. Yeah. Uh, we've only got two more road games. The rest are at home. Yeah. There's a lot of midweek games in there, but... That's not a huge at, travel though, really. No. the the On the midweek, it's not a huge travel at all. No. Because um, I don't think there's an away midweek game. Although the, uh, the, the only one NYC? is the NYCFC one, isn't it? So we go midweek to midweek, or is there a game in between? Uh, so we've. Hang on, let me just work this out. I, I know the NYCFC game. is the weekend game. Sorry, yeah, so, my bad. So the only, the only, there's no midweek travel anymore. No, which is good, which is great for, you know, the the way game days work. 
for an individual, I would assume. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, we'll see how it all shakes out. This game, probably the most single most important game, looking at how the, t- the only team that has a game in hand at the current standings that could jump us is in is 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 coming up right so the only time you can get mac like i look at the most important games for our standings as the next two right yeah which is great dc is this season has played great the game before an international break so yeah it looks it looks decent for orlando um but it's it's the unstoppable force versus the immovable object it'll be the unstoppable force in dc before an <laughs> DC before an international break versus the immovable object in DC in the Marvel jersey. So, <laughs> yes, I mean I'm going to blame Tom because he bought one. Oh, I bought I bought one too. I've got, I mean to be fair, I bought one yeah. as well. So I've got two yeah. of them. I didn't buy one of them, but I got two yeah, of them. True, true. I mean I do like the Marble jersey though. I know they it's split, it, it's they split opinions, good. but I love. I it. look. I like it. I it's grown on me. What, what Adidas and MLS are doing for the second kit to the second jersey. They've shifted it from being an away jersey, which is where we were getting the bland white ones. Yeah. And they've shifted it to now, this is their terminology for everything, right? It's a community. Community, yeah. Right. So that's why we're getting the Jimi Hendrix Purple Haze jerseys in Seattle, the throwback jerseys in LA, the marble jersey here in DC. Yeah. You know, hopefully we'll see some better ones coming soon. Fingers crossed that the rumors are all true. Um, cherry blossom, cherry. Blossom, at this, cherry at this point, at this I point, want that blossom one. <laughs> there's no, there's no changing it. So whatever happens over the next year and a half, it was already in place. Oh yeah, so yeah. If, the- yeah. If if somebody else were to come out with a cherry blossom, the the Washington NWSL franchise, because we're not going to talk about NWSL today. No. Um, I don't want to get there. It's been a rough week. I I just don't want to vent. It's, it's been right it's now. been a rough long time for that. Yeah. But yes. Yes. Um, but the Washington NWSL franchise, if they come out with one, um, Adidas can't change. There is no pivoting. There's no changing course. Also, the crossover between the two teams surprisingly isn't as big as you might think. So, hopefully, yeah. we see it. I want it. I'll buy it. I'll be first in line at the team store. I mean, <laughs> if if I'll, I'll wake up comes out with a cherry blossom jersey on that straight away so and yeah that's that's an immediate order yeah uh victor just saying as long as our next kits aren't those terrible generic mls ones half the teams use yeah i mean absolutely well, i'm saying those with the three stripes okay that's really? different because that was a league-wide initiative to celebrate that was. 25 years yeah and to be honest it's the closest dc united can ever get to the three stripes on the center of the jersey ever again because yeah of the team sponsorship on the center of the jersey the only other time it might happen is next year because we don't know what the sponsorship's going to look like next year it's true fair point fair and all point. indications no, I, just, you guys I just did not like them I'm yeah. I like it. I think that I think the full uniform is one of the best full uniforms DC's had in a very long time. I, I do love the red shorts. The red shorts pairing with the red, red sleeves. Nice. I think that looks great. Yeah. The I red shorts. Keep the red shorts. We need to keep yeah. it. It was an original original uniform piece. I want to keep them. Yeah. Should put the three white stripes across the red shorts again. That was that was great. Yes. That that was that's actually a good idea. Yeah. Um, right. I know we've uh, talked about other things that weren't on the agenda, but that was good. That was good, though. Um, next, uh, the second bit on the agenda, I know we've 
uh, 26 minutes we into the show, but we were only made to, to the uh, second point. Went from standings to jerseys, so yes. do the mental gymnastics on how to get to there, and you'll probably take 26 minutes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Lasada and Nahar in Team of the Week. So that's always good news. Um, team of the Midweek. Nahar was awesome. Um, he was. And Lasada, it's about time we got a Coach of the yeah, Week. Yeah, it's his second Coach of the Week award of the season. I want yes, to say... I want to say he got one in the beginning of the season. I yeah. think he got it after. I want to say he got it after the seven-one win. I mean, it wouldn't be it, if, it, if yeah. he didn't. That'd be a tragedy. Yeah, it's like this guy literally just coached seven goals past the team. You, right. You yeah. <laughs> Coach of the week. <laughs> I mean, he needs. He needs that. It's just a. Oh, I don't know. Um, I'm just yeah. going to quickly go back to the chats. Um, our color scheme can't be beat. Love black and red, obviously. I mean, if you don't love our color scheme, then why do you follow us? I'll be a bit weird. You're a DC fan? Yeah, true. Um, I'm just going to highlight this comment because um, it's a fellow fan in the UK just commenting and he says, I'm the real DC UK DC fan. That's now, Ross. Are you Ross? He's from Scotland. He's Ross. from Scotland. I can Ross from Scotland. Ross, we need to Friends have words, mate. We we need to have words, mate, because we're all real fans. Come on, we're in this together. Tom, he's a he's a he's a Manchester United fan as well. So ah, oh, that he's not a real fan. He's not a real fan. <laughs> Just when we're playing well, right? <laughs> oh no! Don't don't tell him that. Don't tell him he's a bandwagon fan. Oh, glory! We, we make fun of him on Twitter for that all the time because he's a Bills glory. fan as well. Oh, no. so. We'll take what we can get at this point. So, <laughs> yes. Um, other bits on the news, um, just to kind of go through it. It's uh, obviously there was the rumors of Yogotti um, investing in the club. I think that was a few weeks ago, but now it's been. That. But Sorry? I had a scoop on that one. Oh, oh. I was in the stadium when they were doing all the uh, announcement and press. Yes. Oh, yeah. I was in the stadium. I got to actually say a word to him as he walked by. And I said, thank you for your investment. And thank you for joining the group. And he actually kind of gave me like a thanks. Like he like he said, you're welcome. He actually acknowledged. He acknowledged me because well, oh. I was within three feet of the guy. I would hope. He would okay, I mean, yeah. Yes. Um, just before we go on to the next bit, uh, go back to the comments. Uh, happy L- London Marathon and DC United third place in the East weekend. Let's beat Orlando tomorrow. Absolutely. Thank you, Brian. Uh, Dave- London Sorry? Marathon. Oh, I, I, I London Marathon like years ago. I could not do it. Oh, I mean, he's, he's always like, you know, get yourself and uh, train and we'll do it. And I'm like, look, Dad, no. I do like spending time with you. <laughs> I volunteered at the Marine Corps Marathon in DC a couple of times, which is always around Halloween. It is, I could never do it. You know, you always think like, oh, I could probably do this. But then you realize that the people that you're helping out have been there for like, have been running for four hours. And you're like, yeah, my, my, I can't do that. My dad is a psychopath. So like <laughs> eight years ago, nine years ago, he had a heart attack, right? And then he was like, okay. Now that like life's too short, I'm gonna start doing marathons and triathlons. And well, that's it's probably been great for his heart rate. Like, yeah, that'd be great, great on his heart. Yeah, it's pretty like, healthy for your heart. Yeah, fat yeah, plates, like, man. Yeah, crazy. Anyway, London Marathon, great. Yep. Traffic is terrible, but it's great. 
Yeah. Traffic's always terrible. It's a major city. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah, I, I could not live there. Um, David um, just says, help. I can't remember how to become a paid member of DC UK. Please remind me when you have a chance. Well, David, I will remind you um, because there's a particular way you could do it. It's coming up on screen right now. Um, if you want to come and join us at DC UK, just head to dcunitedkingdom.com forward slash membership. Um, I mean, there is a free option if you want to come and join us for free. Um, there's no difference. But if you want to come become a paid member and help us support the show so we can keep continue doing um, things like this, as well as obviously running the website and all that jazz, you know, it all costs money. Um, that would be fantastic. So please come and join us. Plus you get uh, a pretty shirt. And you get a, you get an exclusive shirt as well, which is pretty sweet. Um, and David, yours will be on the way very shortly because I know you became you resubscribed. Um, Ross, he sat through Benny Ball. Yeah, so did I. Can't can't claim on that one. Uh, Benny Ball was awful. Uh, Albert uh, says respect Benny Ball. Well, we can respect it for when it was working. Was, was working. <laughs> And when Benny Ball, prime Benny Ball, like those prime Benny Ball years where, yeah. and Albert said it himself, where we're winning the U.S. Open Cup, but simultaneously coming last place in the league by a record margin. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that, that, yeah. Was, that was prime Ben Olsen for his coaching career, right? Yeah. And it was I the mean, duality not... of Ben Olsen. No, but then yeah. you, you look at the season after 2014 – record points in the league right exactly and we're we're eastern conference champions but that's the beauty yes. of benny ball right the so whole point of benny ball was it was <laughs> let's take a very small market team a team that should be finishing last place in the eastern conference by a record margin right and get them going and get them it's the it's the vegas golden knights making the stanley cup final in their first year because the whole the, oh, the coach series by the way the coach, the coach went. The coach just told him straight up, "Hey guys, the whole league said we don't want you. Your teams did not want you. Let's show them why they should have wanted you." And then they went out there and they went. They made it to the Stanley Cup final. Love that. That's the exact same thing. That's what Benny Ball was, and that's what Benny Ball is. Yeah, true. And then Ross just piping up there, just saying last season was rough. Yes, it, it was. was. It was. Yes, it yes. was. Yeah. I mean, I I was someone who thought that. If it wasn't for Rooney, he probably should have been fired the year before. He got I think an extension. Saved he got his an job. extension in 2018. Yeah, forget that. But also yep. got extended in 2018. Crazy. Yes, but uh, lovely guy. I uh, had him on the show last year. Absolutely amazing, amazing guy. dude. Nice guy, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now he's an NWSL with the Washington team. That's that. Yes, so. the Washington yeah. franchise. Yes, yes. Washington NWSL franchise. And we're yes. going to leave it at that. Yes, we're going to leave it there. Um, just other investors that we've had in there. Adam Jerry, Jake Silverstein, who's a co-owner of Swansea City. Obviously, we're continuing that link there. Ties. And Joe Ma- Mamo, Mamo, um, who's a who was owner of the Houston, Houston Dynamo and Houston Dash but he's from Washington. He's from DC. So um, coming back to his roots. So Look, all anything good. Anything get the roof built, I'm happy about. It's, and it's if it spells, gonna, if it's, it's never going to happen, it will. It's never, it's never <laughs> going to happen. Away. It will. You can dream. It will happen. The weather's, the weather, I mean, the weather can be bad here, but it's not like we need it's, to shut the roof. Yeah, it's not bad. Bad. I'm not saying, I'm not saying we'll ever have a full roof. But the, the the roof scaffolding, the framing of the roofs, that'll be finished at some point, maybe. 
I hope. I like your confidence. <laughs> yes. She knows how the confidence well, drops. Yeah, yeah, it just dropped. It just, just dropped. <laughs> it's like a roller coaster. I'm like, it will be. Happen. I hope so. Maybe. Maybe. No, definitely yeah. not. <laughs> in my dreams. Yeah. In all the renderings, in all the buzzard point renderings. In my fake Photoshop. Yeah. Oh, right. Last two bits of news um, because it's non DC United related, but I thought it was it's good to call it out. So uh, Joseph Martinez uh, has become the fastest player to reach 100 goals in MLS history. On a penalty. I mean, yes. I mean, there's uh, obviously there's some penalties in there. Penalty merchant. Just gonna say, but you know, you've got to score them still. Still got to score them. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know, yeah. I know. But to all the people who are claiming oh, all the Kamara's golden boot is invalid due to penalties, they're the same people that are bigging up Joseph Martinez for hitting 100 goals in the fastest yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, um, that, there was. Let's just move away from that because you know penalties are penalties. Yeah, um, penalties are goals. Goals are goals. Yep. Uh, there has been a trophy that is uh, come back to MLS, which is uh, the Campeones Cup. Uh, Columbus won that two 0 against Cruz Azul. Um, so fair play on that. I mean, they were the only team that weren't playing on Wednesday evening. So, which is weird, but having a full midweek. Uh, calendar there that was insane well, they, they, already had, they already had the game up so that yeah. was their game off yeah their match day off yeah so yeah it, we're getting late there's World Cup qualifying right around the corner MLS has got to get games in somewhere yes because you know classic MLS scheduling it doesn't hurt it doesn't help that there was the pandemic and there was no, the I mean, yeah. and there was yes. the Olympics and there's World Cup qualifying yeah but you know, yeah, it's, still, it's too much going on. But yes, it is what it is. We're, we're used to it by now. So, yep. um, right. Summer of soccer has moved into the fall of football. <laughs> oh, oh, I kind of like that. Fall of football. That's what we well, should have named this uh, episode: fall of football. Well, no, that's going to happen when the Super League. When the Super League actually gets when the Super League actually happens, then you call the episode the fall of football. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Or for you guys, it's the autumn of association football. There we go. There's the alliteration for you. Really? For you Brits. Yes. Because, you know, it's it's football and autumn. Football. The pro- proper terms. Um, right. Anyway, let's uh, do some match talk. Actual football, football talk. Um, so since last year, we've had the two games. The first one was against FC Cincinnati. Um, just again, as always, run through the kind of the little Stats on there. So obviously we won 4-2. Uh, possession, 45.7% for us and 543 for them. We had 19 shots on goal in total to their 15. Um, we did have eight on target to their six. Um, offsides, four piece. Uh, fouls, quite even as well, 13 to 12. And expected goals, 2.8 to 1. Um, but I do want to say how good the keepers were even though there was six goals in it they could have been so many more goals in this game yeah both yeah both goalies played very well in that game which you know helped Cincy out tremendously right mm. um, it, it, Bill obviously he's doing the goal saving saves that you see every game um, uh, he doesn't look like he skipped a beat since his hamstring pull the last time no right no the last time the game after it was the Cincy game was because we played both we played both Ohio teams and it was in the Columbus yes, game. Yeah, it was weird because we played both Ohio teams away, and because of COVID, we went back to DC in between. Yeah, yes, yeah, bizarre. Um, 
things that we need to really talk about. I mean, the first one I want to talk about, um, which isn't the first bit on the list, by the way, is that uh, Roberta goal. Um, because that was, from my viewpoint, obviously watching it on the broadcast, you hear Devon just saying that there was, you saw the flag going up, so it's like, oh, that's it. Um, but when you watch the replays, there was no whistle. Play to the whistle, kids. Play to the whistle. That yeah. was the classic always plays to the whistle. I mean, they, they just stopped and they were like, ah. Yeah. Roberto Banks is being, uh, being him, he just took advantage. Oh, well, that's it, yeah. I and mean, it was just, it was strange because I didn't know what to expect when they said, oh, it's going to go into far. And I was thinking, <laughs> Well, the ref knows when he blew the whistle, obviously, but when we were watching yeah. it on the broadcast, you don't know whether he actually blew the whistle or what happened. So it's just like, right, it's gone, it's gone, check, it's onside. Now, does he pull it back because the play, the plays are stopped? But then they should be playing to the whistle. They should always be doing that. But then the flag has been raised. So can you call it back because the flag was raised and that's why the players stopped? playing personally i think the flag was raised prematurely because you're supposed oh. to let the, you're supposed to let the play finish because yeah. the goal scoring opportunity had not finished when the flag was raised yeah but oh, i no. thought refs were instructed to keep it down for that exact reason it's so yeah, i know in uh i know in england they have the rule now that if the ref is like so sure that it was offside he can put it up because players were getting so upset about running, yeah, like, booking it down the line, and then they get to the ball and it's like, oh, by the way, offside. Yeah, it's, and I mean, it's frustrating. I, yeah, I, I mean that's frustrating, but you also want to make sure that these refs are not calling it too early because you know that's chances missed. Yeah. Literally the fourth goal. That was that the fourth goal that put the game to bed as it as it turned out to be because we let it <laughs> yeah. all yes. Done. a three two I mean, versus a four two when that when that Lucho goal goes in is a completely different game. Yeah. I mean to be fair, when when they brought it back to four two, um that's another thing that obviously I've got on the list there is the fact that yeah we were leading by four goals. Then it went to four two, and that was you know, it was the eighty fourth or the eighty seventh was when it was eighty fourth when it, when the second goal went in. That's yeah. what it's credited on the score sheet, anyways. And for me, that was just like, oh no, we're gonna throw it away. How are we gonna? This is I, my heart just starts to sink. But see, that's the difference between Losada and Ben Olsen. It is the teams, the teams fight till the end. Yeah, yeah. we no, saw the not game. Not discrediting the Olsen teams either. There was plenty of fight in them, but there were plenty of late game chokes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Love um, did the bit obviously cost the scoring on his return, but did the gentleman thing and actually didn't celebrate. He just carried, just walked up back onto his side of the field, which I thought was was a nice touch, not to celebrate in front of the fans because I think if he did, I don't know what you would have got. You guys would, would you yeah. guys booed if he celebrated or? I mean, the way I I look at the Acosta, he gave a lot to the club. He was great with the club. And, you know, to be fair, DC9 kind of did him a bit dirty, if you guys remember. Yeah. yeah. Him almost going to PSG yeah. and he right. flew there. And because of, I think it was like 1.6 million, then DC9 said, no, we're not going to do that. And, you know, he was disheartened and he ended up having a crap season and going back to Argentina. Yeah, I don't know the behind-the-scenes story on that because there were plenty of reports that came out at the same time. Yeah, but, I mean, my view on it is 
he's a guy who gave a lot for the club. Yeah, and, 100%. Yeah, and the fact that he didn't celebrate after DC United sort of having that chance, you know, having that option. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I feel bad for him, but... He's, yeah. he's had an up and down couple of years since 2018. I think 2018 is the peak of him. Yeah, uh, That's the peak of his cycle with a team. You look at what happened in Atlas, you look at what ha- what's happening in Cincinnati, and I think the environment always changes that. I don't go f- as far back as Boca because I don't, I've never really watched Boca, but I followed him at Atlas and I followed him and we've been following him at Cincy this year, obviously. Yeah. And he's been good for Cincy, but you know, there were flashes in that game where you saw 2019 frustrated Lucho come on out. There was the bit where he was like throwing the ball on the ground and like storming off and stuff like that. And there was the bit where he switched defenders only to find it wasn't easier on the other side. <laughs> In the first half, he was going up against Andy Nahar because Andy Nahar is short and he thought he could just get around him. Andy Nahar puts in a very hard crunching tackle. And so he switches to Donovan Pines and doesn't really find much better luck until the second half. So which like... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's when you're right. We did see 2019 Acosta, and I think we needed to play on that as well. Because when yeah. you look at what he does, when he gets frustrated, he just he shuts gets down. deeper yeah. and, and deeper and deeper. And that's what we saw in that game is the fact that he was going back into his own half, trying to get the ball and do something with it. But you can't he really do much from back there. Spell. Yeah. So and when he came, when he first came to DC United, that's what we needed of him, right? Yeah. We needed the guy to do it all by himself because 2016 DC United didn't really have anybody else. Yeah. And then 2017 we had Canals and we had Ariola. 2018 we had Rooney and we have Lucharu. Yeah. And then 2019 we have the the situation, the the botching. Yeah. And um, yeah, that was such a bad season. That was. Yeah. yeah. Still made the playoffs, which we didn't do last year. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, damn. Um, Victor's just come up with this uh, little gem. I bet every goal scored against us. Doesn't care who it is. I mean, fair. fair. I, you, can't you can't fair. argue with that. Pay the uh, take care of whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. And the other bit that I want to point out from this game is our quality from set pieces at the moment yes. so good oh, so yes. I think it was the Burnbaum goal and Devon just pipes up about or oh, was it Dave one of the two just piping up about how good we've been from set pieces recently well, we and scored then, on the corner previously as well two of yeah. our goals in that game came from set pieces Gressel puts that ball in and you just Burnbaum just uh, phrase I love saying leapt like a salmon and just nods it over the top of the keeper, and it's just three headers on that set piece as well. Because Donovan Pines was shadowing Burnbaum, and if yeah. Burnbaum wasn't there, Pines would have been there. It yeah. was that was a well-designed set piece. That was beautiful, completely yeah. well worked, and it was the ball was on a silver platter. Yeah, I mean they've they've been doing it all season. It's yeah. like what a flip from what our set pieces were like before. I mean, it's we're it's getting amazing. the best out of Gressel, and that's the yeah. that's all we can ask for, right? Yeah, we're getting right. the Tam player that we extended him to be. Yeah, great Gressel this season has been phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Yes, it was right outside of people, United circles, of course. Yeah. People were complaining because he wasn't getting the assists at the start of the season, but that was because Kamara just wasn't doing great and we didn't have anyone at the top who wasn't 
putting the ball in the net. But as soon as one goes in, then everything just starts kicking off, and then you Five look at per second in the in assists after the Cincy game. I haven't checked since, but yeah. it's three assists that MLS credits him with. Some apps will credit Flores with the third one because I guess it bounced yeah. off. It took a deflection off of Flores, which yeah. fell to Ariola. Yeah, that's how I saw it. So it was yeah. uh, I didn't see it as aggressive. Flores deflection to yeah. Ariola assists. So it's. Uh, you know, it's however you credit the deflection. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, in my, in my eyes, that on the MLS website, anyways. Oh yeah, and that, that's that's how we take it officially. But for me, it was it wasn't a, an actual proper assist because it was a deflection. You can't really say that's a, a It's just assist. secondary assist. Yeah. Yeah, one of those things. Um, but yeah, we won four two, and that's. Uh, but it's in good stead for this uh, midweek game that we had against Minnesota. So same again. Let's just run through the uh, the stats on that. So we won three one. I said I predicted correctly because you know I'm amazing like that. Um, possession fifty four point four percent to forty five point six of theirs. Uh, shots fifteen that we had. They only had six. Um, we had five on target to their two. Two offsides to their no offsides. Shows how attacking they weren't. Uh, 14 fouls to their 15. So again, quite even on that side. Um, and then the big one, the expected goals. Three and a half to point three. It's the it's the wow. time DC United has held a team to under 0.5 goals and expected yes. goals a game, which under. has just... Yeah, the unrated DC United defense, underrated DC United defense. Because if we think about it, there was that section in 2019, there were sections in 2018 where we were having long games without conceding. Yeah. But that's because we were playing effectively five to six at the back. Because it was was 10 0 0 formation. Yeah, yeah, effectively. But yeah, yeah, it was because, you know, both Moreno and Canals were just effectively second level center backs right yeah you'd have we did we did uh, teeth we just yeah (laughs) yeah exactly held up that we have fernbaum and brion and then sitting right above them just barely above them would be moreno and canals and then sitting right next to them would be like mora and whoever was healthy on the right hand side (laughs) It was like, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so was, we got the short was, straw. And we had and we had great and we had great spells of um shutouts and clean sheets, but you no know, we were never good attacking. Never It just reminds me of the game that we had against NYCFC where we didn't have a shot on goal. Yeah. At home. Yeah. That was horrendous. Yeah. And then And then Yeah. And then there was the game against Montreal, wasn't there, where we won 1-0. Yeah. But we had yeah, one or shot. The, or the Red Bull game where we won 1-0 and we got Armas fired for the first time. But like that was like our first shot on target the entire game and it came in like the 96th minute yeah. from an outside-of-the-box deflected shot from Eric Sorga. Right. What a goal. I think what that was actually goal. the 98th minute, that one. Yeah, so it was, it was, it was beyond 90, well beyond 90. <laughs> Extra time, like it was we were in overtime. It wasn't it was added in, time, it was added time. time. It was added time yeah. over added time. Yeah, exactly. 
Because I remember yeah. watching that and the added time, I think it was six minutes of added time was supposed to have. Then we somehow got a call and I'm thinking, come on, if we can get something from this, that's just going to, yeah. I was, I was in the same boat. I was like, oh, this is the one. This is, this is where it has to happen. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen here. And then it did. Yeah. But yeah, what's, what's been crazy is how the defense has actually turned around this year. If you look at some of the early goals we gave up this year, our defense was just overloading one side and getting caught out on a very easy counter. Um, a couple of results that come to mind were uh, the first goal we conceded to NYCFC of the season, right? The first goal of the season we lost, yeah. we, we, we gave up to NYCFC. The person who scored it was just acres of open space around him because the entire defense had just shifted to the opposite side of the field. And, uh, you know, the Atlanta goal, the Martinez goal, where everybody thought it could have been offsides because everybody just pushed up. But now things have clicked. The defense is acting as its own unit as well. And we've gotten a really good, we've gotten really good at understanding when our attacking center backs want to make runs that somebody in the midfield is going to drop back and cover whoever that may be. But it's been, it's been really nice to watch. It's been really good quality formations. Yeah. I think that it's driven by the consistency that we've had in the lineup recently as well. Yep. Because without that consistency, you're not going to get the, the build-up of the team chemistry. And yeah. yeah. Um, things from this game. Um, I'm guessing you both were at the game um, against I was, Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. So I, was at, I was not um, because work was... No. Yeah, it's the end of the, the fiscal year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. I, I watched, but I yeah. was working basically yeah. the whole yeah. time. Understandable. End of the fiscal Bad. year. Can't can't uh, can't blame yeah. I I love October, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. I love October. I mean it's I mean for us it's just an, another October. Yeah. Look at you, That's... bank holidays. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> bank holidays. I've actually managed to enjoy them for the first time this year ever in my working career because working in retail, you just never got them off. No. Yeah. Because then they'll get holidays off. You work in retail, what are you talking about? Oh, damn. The only two days we had closed every year um, when I first joined the, the company I'm in at the moment was Christmas Day and Easter Sunday. <laughs> every other day of the year we were open. So New Year's Day, we'd have maybe 10 people walk through the door. Yeah, like. Why? I mean, granted, it's usually to buy a phone that they lost on on New Year's Eve, but you know. Yeah. Anyway, we're not here to talk about my work. Um, that game. So, the first thing I've got on this list, which was pretty spectacular to see, um, especially from the highlights, was the the Donny Bynes bicycle attempt. <laughs> if that had gone in, goal of the year, goal of the century, goal of the competition. Twenty-five years long competition. If Donovan Pines had pulled up all six foot five of himself to invert it and hit a bicycle kick, I, I don't know what I would have done. I I don't have an answer. Tom, what would you have done? Um, I mean, I just think about like how massive of a person he is, and to even in his head be like. Bicycle kick. Why? Why shouldn't I just use my head? I'm gonna use yeah. my whole body. Yeah. I'm literally going to flip <laughs> myself upside down and try to kick it. And I'm, you know what? Power to him. Great. I my love initial, it. My initial yeah. reaction was, my initial reaction was, oh, Ola Kamara must have tried a bicycle kick because they're wearing the same cleats, and I saw the yeah. orange of the bottom of the boot. <laughs> 
And I remember Ola's been trying spectacular things like since 2020 when he couldn't get anything going to begin with. And I'm like, oh, Ola, Ola just attempted a bicycle. And then I saw Pine stand up and I was like, huh? Because I was in the chair. I was on the opposite side of the field. There were players in my way. I saw a flash of orange. And I'm like, oh, that must have been that must have been Kamara. And then Pines gets up and I'm like, wait a second. Did that just that almost went in. That's yeah. not the your ball. job. The ball only missed by like a foot. It wasn't far away. It wasn't no, far off. I mean, and the goalie close. was nowhere near it. That's the other thing. The goalie yeah. was not near that ball. That would have I mean, gone in. If it was on target, it would have gone in. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't particularly too impressed with their keeper, but the only bit that was impressive was when we had the penalties. Because you look at the both times, and I think this is where Kamara's going to get found out now when he's taking penalties. It's the fact that he does take his time and he's slow and the keeper yeah. just waited until it was Kamara who took the penalty ra- rather than it being the keeper moving first um, I think that's where Kamara just needs to switch it up a little bit yes do the stutter every so often but don't do it every single time and that's what he's been doing that's his first penalty miss since 2017 yeah like that's a good record five, six years since he's missed a penalty we gotta give him some credit where credit's due I don't know how yeah. long he's been taking the stutter step with it but if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So yeah, and he yeah, hit both of his penalties at the last midweek game before this. So doing the yeah. stutter step, both of them stutter. Oh yeah, I mean and he's, he's not, got plenty I mean, of penalties I'm, doing it this year so far. Yeah, I'm I think not the, major, the major issue is is he went both direct. He went the same direction both times, and yeah. the second time where he went the exact same direction, he put it more towards the middle than he did the first one. Yeah, it was. To be honest, it was a poorly struck penalty. Yeah, <laughs> I was not. Yeah, I, and if you're right, gonna stutter uh, step, you gotta hit it right. That's the other yeah. thing. The reason yeah, you're gonna taking be into the stutter the step is to set up a good shot. Yeah, so if you stutter, you're and, waiting for the goalie's reaction. The goalie literally just waited. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like, um, and I think I made a comment about it. Um, that stutter step and that save was when like Bill um, saved the penalty against uh, Joseph Martinez last year or the year before. No, not last year, the year before, when yeah. he was doing the hop skip at the jump and he just waited and, and then he then Martinez skied it so uh, Victor says didn't he go right for the first time on the penalties Kamara well they were both in the first half right so it was right where I was sitting because I was in Chico stance so it was right in front of me and both of them went if I'm looking at the net from the Chico stance so um, like towards yeah. my camera right now it yeah. went to and again it's mirrored so I have to do the opposite it went here <laughs> so I guess if I'm standing at Ola looking at the penalty spot it went to the um, it went they both went to the right I don't think the first one went to the left I think I'm, just confused to the left. How we got I'm, I'm confused now I'd have to watch the uh, if I'm taking if I'm in Ola Kamara's shoes and I'm taking the penalties right yeah, I'm looking at the goal. Here went to right? the right. He went. The ball went to the right both times. The first time, the keeper went to the left, and he made the keeper go the opposite direction yeah. that the ball went. The second time, he kind of stayed there, and then yeah. the ball, which if it had been in the corner, the keeper who had hesitated wouldn't have been yeah. able to get to anyways. Yeah, he put it a yard away, so the keeper all he had to really do was like bend over and pick it up because it wasn't even hit with that much pace yeah. either. Um. David because just saying, yeah. David just saying, um, hope it doesn't mess with him too much that he missed the PK, um, and that was a little question that he did uh, mention in the DCUK group chat, which was, um, 
He was asking, how will the PK miss impact Kamara? Will he dust it off and return to form or will it set him back? Probably. I mean, I don't think he's going to be too worried. It's just one of those things that... He hit one in the beginning of the game, right? Yeah. If that was the only chance that he had all game, I'd be worried, probably. Probably Um, not the the way he's gone this year, but... Yeah, and, and again, his first penalty miss since 2017. At some point, it's going to happen, right? Yeah. I'd rather like it be in a game where he's already taken. I'd rather, yeah. Um, I'd rather it be in a game where he's already taken a penalty and he yeah. scored it, so he knows. Looking back at the film, I know what I'm doing. Like he can go yeah. back and go, I know what I'm doing. I'll and be all right. He can look back at it and say that was just a poorly. It wasn't the case of yeah. it was a. No. It was a great save or anything. It was just right. I've I've not hit that right. I know what I can yeah. do. I know how to improve. I don't think he'll get the yips out of this, so he'll be all right. Yeah. Tom, anything you want to add to that? Same thing. I don't think yeah. it'll matter too much. Yeah. Um, next bit, which is the bit that I'm eager to talk about, which is the fact that Moreno scored his first goal for the club. <laughs> Fantastic. But the bit that I want to really mention about is the blonde thing that's happening within the team right now. The bleach boy. The bleach blonde. So... It started off with, I mean, technically it was Alfaro who bleached his hair, but it wasn't quite the blonde. Then Nahar goes and does it because Alfaro's told him to do it after he scored his first goal. Ariola's gone and done it, and I don't know whether that was after his first goal or not of the season. But now, Felipe's gone and done it after he scored his goal. So does that mean Junior Moreno <laughs> is going to turn up in Florida this week? I need to look at Instagram because I've not, I've not done that yet. Let's look at the stories and see if Moreno has got blonde hair. So, sure are they going to keep little... him out of the out of the limelight until he walks out on the pitch? Let's be a little, let's be a little uh, let's let's give credit where credits due. Um, the one of the multiple admins that DC United have. Uh, Roy Modella has been credited with starting the whole bleach trend. I believe Sam Legg tweeted that out. Yes. Yeah, Roy Meada, yeah. 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 It's it's, it's all on him. Uh, Blame him. If you have hate towards it, send it his way. (laughs) Rory, I I love these bits. But come on. Yeah. Hey, anything that gets the guys going like this, right? If If you're a DC sports fan, you sat through Baby Shark in 2019. And look what happened, right? The Nationals won the World Series. And it was every game, multiple times a game, three times a game, Paro would get up to bat and Baby Shark would just, oh, Baby Shark would just go. Done. And I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure Tom will be back when he feels like Yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm hearing Baby Shark every single day at the moment with my kid. Yeah, That's exactly. really, really annoying. Now, now, now picture that every day, three times a day for baseball. Right. I mean, I would take three times a day right now. Ah, that's fair, but yeah, yeah it, it's it was it was a very it was a very weird. It was a great great run, great run of time, and it ended up with the Nationals winning a World Series. So if this is our baby shark, I'm cool with that. I will, I, I'm not saying I'm not saying what the Nationals did is anything to expect out of this, but yeah. anything that keeps a locker room together, anything that keeps the guys pushing towards a common goal. You know, it's a distraction from the standings. It's a distraction from the results. But yeah, yeah. And now Tom's in the uh, it's, yes, Tom's in the, the chats. <laughs> um, I mean, Victor hopes the whole team does it. Even Lasada. Yeah, I mean, me too. I mean, well, if we, if we win MLS Cup, 
Go I've on. already I've already said this. You're gonna do it. This. I it, I said it in I said it in the DC United supporters group. I said it. If it happens, I'm doing it. Tom yeah. did too. I might add. So yeah. it's true. Yeah, we we've got proof that I have, I have so. those seats. <laughs> I mean, Tom's computer quit for the weekend. So. Uh, oh well, that's so, okay, Tom. it's understandable. Fine. It's fine. Allow it. Yes. Yeah, it's, it might, it's close to Saturday for you. I mean, yeah, it's only it's less than an hour away. Yeah. From the week from from Saturday, Jesus, right? Anyway, let me go back to the show notes. Uh, the other bit. Well, that, David, you're right. Seventeen players have scored this year for DC, yes. which is great. Yes. Um, it really shows how rotational and how the system's coming along right especially because yeah. considering 29 out of the 30 roster players have played this year as well at some point yeah. or started or something like that we're, we're seeing a lot of like we're, we're seeing consistent high quality soccer out of our depths oh, of depths. everyone yeah depths of yeah. depths of players and that should tell you how you know how united this team is for you know yeah. pardon the pun right <laughs> But the, the, it, it shows what Lasada has been able to do in the quick turnaround this year. And I'm very excited to see what he does this offseason with a full offseason and with a full, fully stocked front office now in, yes. in terms of um, in terms of like higher up players. So uh, yeah, higher up it's, a, it's an exciting time. That's it's, great it time be, it's a great time to be a D.C. United fan. I'll say that. I'm, yeah, I'm very 100%. happy. To, we're all here before the people all start showing up. The bandwagon is yes. coming, guys. Just be happy. We be happy. We got on before everyone else. Exactly. Even Ross. I mean, you know. Oh, don't tell that to Ross. <laughs> he's gonna. He's gonna call you. He's gonna call you. He's gonna call you shite because he's Scottish. <laughs> it's all right. I'll just deep fry something for him. Oh, that's sorry. Batter it and nothing then deep fry it. There we go. Hey, as an wrong. American, there is nothing wrong with deep frying something. State fair season was like a month ago, so. <laughs> Oh dear! Was everything deep fried there? Was it? Oh, state fairs are the. You probably don't have state fairs, but yeah, you could talk to oh, uh, when Daniel's back on. Ask yeah. him because South Dakota probably has a wicked one. Yeah, because the Midwest and the 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 Midwest states have gigantic state fairs where you can get anything under the sun deep fried. Like you, I think there's a place some one state fair you can get a deep fried Coca Cola, like. Yeah, don't ask me how. I don't know. I don't have that's an answer. Just, yeah, but it's that's a thing. Weird. It might just be like Coca-Cola funnel cake. That might be what it really is, but like oh, that's okay, how they yeah. market it. Yeah. Like they do deep fried Oreos, they do deep fried like Twinkies, which yeah. 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 I know what a Twinkie is. I've seen Family Guy. <laughs> they are delicious. Don't knock them yeah. until you try. I think I think there's a couple of places. I actually I think there's a place in um, the town that I live in that actually sells those. Probably. I mean, yeah, we've got we've got a place that does imported. Um, you have you have, stuff. you have an American section at that. With there, there like, is an American section. That's where I usually yeah. get my root beer from. Yeah, well, that's because yeah, I do love exactly. Root beer. That's an American I do love a root beer. They don't do that over there. It's crazy. Yeah. Yet talkies um, yet, James. Have you ever had sorry? a talkie? Have you ever had a talkie? A, t- a, a what? American, what? I, no. Yeah, it's a it's it's a, a, a Latin American American snack. It's a spicy chip. Like a tortilla oh, really? chip that's been rolled into like a straw. They are oh. delicious. Oh. Yeah. Next time you're in DC, you're having some. Yeah, fair. You're gonna have some. Fair. I mean, speaking on that, um, looks like it's gonna be next year, probably May time. Awesome. Fantastic. Until the schedule comes out, right? 
yeah well that's it we're gonna wait until yeah. then but yes um yeah next year is definitely on the cards um so Fantastic. just stay tuned for that one um albert says deep fried butter hey senor albert because he's from the twitter as well um i haven't had that if you have send me a link <laughs> but i'm sure deep fried butter, butter tastes good Butter's I mean, but good. it does take, but mm, yeah. mm, there's only so much you can take. Right. Probably right. like a mozzarella stick. Yeah. yeah. I actually had mozzarella sticks today, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that, that's bloody comical. Right. Anyway, back to football. Because, you know, it is a football show. Uh, this weekend, Orlando. Yeah. Yeah, big game. Uh, big game. So... Very Saturday or Sunday, depending on where you are. Um, kicking off at 7.38 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, 38 minutes past midnight over here. One thirty-eight in European time. Uh, 2.38 in Turkey time. Uh, 8.38 in Brazil. And then West Coast, whatever time that is. Early. Early. Earlier. Yeah. Five, four, five o'clock. Six yeah, four thirty-eight, five thirty-eight. Central. You guys get to Daniel. watch in the, in the evening. Yeah. Yeah, Daniel. It's six thirty-eight kickoff. So, um, so yeah. An so hour before or after that, I, I think we've got yeah. all the time zones covered there, just by shouting lots of numbers. The sun um, never sets on the DC United Kingdom Empire. <laughs> it does not. We're all over the place. Um, I think the furthest the field we've got is Myanmar. Wow, and yeah. Yeah. That would cover all of it, I think. Yeah. I think, uh, well, a mate of mine um, who was living in, is he still living out there? Living in Korea and watched a few games uh, over the last couple of years. Uh, not an official member or anything, but he still does follow the team, so that's always cool. I remember reading um, an article a while back about a lot of, there's a lot of people in India who support Major League Soccer because it's like the same thing that you guys have. It's like the nightlife type deal. People are just up yeah. late. And they like the jerseys and the and the and the badges yeah. and stuff. So yeah, this is before like the the Indians Premier League or the Indian Super League or whatever they call it over there. Oh, that was just when yeah, that was just a so, bad bad thing to have done. Yeah, because they that that's already I think that's already folded. That well, no, I watched a, I watched an Indian soccer. Yeah, they've league got they've game. still got the they've still yeah. got the league, but the actual yeah. the Super League part of it where it was just all right. about the money um that folded and it's just now just back yeah. to the old system ESPN so. plus had some sort of indian soccer that i watched oh. at a very early time while i was uh, in school doing work so yeah when you should be it should have been doing work i was doing work and i saw the biggest sitter of my life missed only for it to go the other way and then in that team losing because they didn't take the shot when they should have nice. taken the shot it was a very one esque sitter the guy like gets the wide open net and then passes square goes to square it and it gets intercepted and the team goes the other team goes the opposite direction to score on the other side and like it was i was like you are so dumb <laughs> oh dear that's brilliant um hector uh in the chat has just said Orlando will be tough but the momentum yes. of DC will help and that's yeah, kind there's, of a big, there's a huge momentum thing going on here this yeah. is going to be a very big momentum game because yeah. DC is what we haven't lost since the Atlanta game so that's two on the yeah. trot so we uh, are currently fourth um, in form in the Eastern at the moment yeah um, Orlando uh, only won they're, no they've won two they're, in the last ten 
Yeah, did they win the last game they played? Uh, no, they drew. So then that'll be six so they, games without a win? They had... I think it was the... I don't think they've won in five. I think this, the it six was, months was, they it won. It was a five-game losing streak going into last going into yeah. their midweek where they there drew. So it'll be six games without a win for Orlando. Yeah. So they're, really, they're going to be really wanting to get something out of this one because yeah. I think... Not officially, but there is kind of a bit of a rivalry building between the two teams. Especially yeah, after. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird rivalry, right? Yeah. Like, so Orlando has a knack for injuring DC players yep. over the past couple of years. Yeah, uh, more usually breaking his jaw. I believe Burnbaum picked up an injury against Orlando at one point. I think Rooney Morris got picked up two. by Dom. Rooney got two footed by Dom Dwyer. Yeah. Um, for a red card that sent him off. Yeah. Um. And the big Chris one, Chris McCann most got recent, injured as well. I, Chris McCann was a flash in the pan from Atlanta for like 20 seconds. He played. He was on the roster in 2019. But the big one is in a preseason game that was not televised, so we have no idea what happened. Yeah. Paul Ariola gets tackled and is out for the season with an ACL tear um, against Orlando City in a preseason game. Yeah. A preseason friendly. Yes. So. Having not seen the clip, because nobody has seen the clip. Nobody Nobody's except for that, like no. Stephen Goff, who was there. Yeah. Uh, nobody knows what happened, but Paul Ariel ended up with a torn ACL. And that's probably the biggest nail in the coffin so far. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So in terms of other things that we've got on there, so they're currently seventh in the Eastern. So bottom, bottom side in the playoffs at the moment, but there is only what, one point between everyone it feels like yeah um hector hector's correcting me it was it was a four game losing streak okay. before the nashville draw but yeah. albert also points out that orlando actually came back for that draw yeah. they came back from two goals i believe to draw it at two apiece yeah or maybe three apiece somewhere in that range but they came back from a two nil two nil deficit so yeah, I'm sure finished we, two two yeah if we're if if we're being honest that's that's the team that's tracking on the up yeah, that's no, that's confidence that they could if if they had lost two nothing, it'd be a completely different ball game, momentum yeah. wise. But you know they can they can rest easy on the fact that they came back from two nothing. So and let that be known to DC guys because they were away at Nashville as yeah. well. As I remember, seeing I mean to be fair, Nashville are known for drawing at home though. That's true. That's very uh, true. And DC are uh, known for losing away. So yes, yeah, absolutely. We'll uh, reverse result, um, as we know, was a one nil defeat to Orlando. Yes, one of the, old, I do one of the rare home defeats. Rare home defeat, but I want to point out things were so different back then. Very much so, and so, it was a one zero game where the second Orlando went up one nothing, they just I just they stopped. hunkered down. They, they stopped playing. Yeah, they went full Jose Mourinho. Yes, it was Losada in his post game went very annoyed at. Yeah. Uh, the Orlando coach and team in general about how they just didn't want to play soccer after the loss. So. Yeah, I mean, there was so much time wasted and they put literally 11 men behind the ball. It was just, it was horrendous to watch. So, yeah, it was just really, really poor. Uh, right, so other things that we had on there. So MLS head-to-head record, uh, it's very even. Yeah. yeah All sides of 1-6 and drawn one. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a dead even heat. And yeah. that is where the rivalries kind of get made. You know, people talk about who's your, who's DC's second rival, um, who's DC's that, who's DC's this. I don't really rate Orlando highly on that, but I know a lot of people 
uh, who don't like Orlando because of the injuries in the past. Yeah. Um, that being the main reason. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, there is something about it. I mean, obviously, the fact that we had Rooney scoring three amazing goals against them in three different yeah. games. Well, sorry, yeah. two amazing goals and set up the third. Right. Give again, he was the setup on that one. But yeah, it's... Luz Alcosta's biggest contribution to DC United was that goal. That And oh. that's it. Yes. You can't, you can't argue anything else. No, not at all. Um, I mean, looking at some of the things that are on, so the website that I uh, posted a link to in the, in the notes. So... Uh, <laughs> We've conceded over half a goal a game in 79% of our matches um, away from home. We we're, kept 20... cons- we're probably going to not, we're probably not going to keep it clean. Sheet. I don't think there's not going to be a clean sheet in this it's one. We've kept... DK, it's Nani. This is a game where our back line is going to be tested, specifically Nahar. Yeah. Um, the reason I say Nahar over Pines and Burnbaum is because if DK is smart, He'll look at Nahar being, you know, six inches smaller, weighing 100 pounds less because Daryl DK is built like a middle linebacker. He is just gigantic and strong and he knows how to use his body. And that's why he succeeded in the championship. Yeah, that's Um, the league that fits him so perfectly. Right. And so because of that, we'll see, we'll probably see the Andy Nahar, Daryl DK matchup a bunch. Yeah. Um, Obviously, got Nani. I'm pretty sure he's healthy. Yeah, I've, just got, I've got that injury list um, up. Yeah, he's so not on it, right? He's not on it now. So got we're going to have to deal with that too. Nani will probably line up on the other side and play Pines and yeah. Bree. I'm, I'm assuming it's not going to be Breon because DK's also got speed. Um, Please don't let it be Breon. We'll see. We'll see how rotated the squad is, but Losada should understand the importance of this in particular match. Yeah, absolutely. So for them the place that they've got out so Peto who's played what 20 minutes all season he's disappeared yeah, yeah. Pato has disappeared the DK replacement and that's probably why they didn't move on from DK in the first place is because exactly, Pato yeah. disappeared yeah he's not playing um, yeah Chris Mueller that's a big player for them to have missing out yes he's going usually... to him going to Scotland in the in the when the window opens yes yep uh, I forget which team I think it's like Hibernian Hib- or something Hibernian like Hibernian, yeah, yeah. Uh, I had a big discussion on Scottish Twitter when that transfer went through. Yeah, that was. Name, I was the American whose name I mean, was Angus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Joey Desart, I don't know who he is, and Uri Russell as well are all likely to miss out through injury. And Rodrigo Schlegel is suspended. <laughs> well, that's I, I. Any suspended player is a good player for us, I guess. Yeah, that means that they're usually your starter. So yeah. Yeah, and it's for or yellow card accumulation. On, yeah. Oh, yellow card. Yeah, then he's definitely a starter that we're gonna be. Yeah. They're gonna be missing. Yeah. So that's good. So, it'll uh, be a, it'll be a weird game. I think personally, and this is my score prediction for the game. Oh, it'll be two oh. one. Yeah. I think it'll be two one. I think DC will win. Yeah. Um, mainly because it's a rare road win. Yes, but I think that we understand the importance of this game. Yeah. It's not nationally televised, which means the ref will be fair. Um, yeah, it, it'll it be on the website. Watch on the website, guys, if yep. you're in the zone. If you're not in the zone, VPN in or, uh, you know, do what I'll you show, need to I'll do. show a link to a VPN if you yeah. don't go on. Yeah, well, well, I don't know what the international broadcasts are in particular. Uh, I know that every country seems to have it. 
Yeah. Uh, so, so we, so I will be legally watching yes. the game, VPNing. Yes. Yes. Um, um, yeah, I'll get that one. Yeah. So if you if you need hints and tips, uh, anyone out there um, on how to watch the game, do just drop me a line. Um, head over to uh, on Twitter. Where are we? DC United Kingdom, or on Facebook and Instagram. You can also message me on there as well. So just let me know, um, and I will give you some hints and tips on how to get on watching this game. Um, let's go back to that. Uh, so you you're saying two one for this. I'm one, saying two one. Uh, yeah. I don't know who the goal scorers are because as David pointed out in the second part of his question that we didn't really talk about was mm. the injury to Kamara. He was hobbling at the end I, of the game. I didn't see that, but... I didn't see it either, but you know, multiple people have said he was hobbling. So yeah. I'm assuming he picked up a small knock. I don't think it'll hamper him in no. his playing time. But if we see a bit more Roberta, I wouldn't be adverse to a Roberta goal because no. that guy as well has just he finds the hole in the defense two he's, of his three goals this year have come from beautiful over the top through balls yeah and he's just timed his run great yeah and he finds the hole and he finds the pocket of space and it's there and he knows um, how to actually properly finish as well which has been great yes. you look at his first goal that he scored where he just fired I, was there for that. I, 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 I saw that that was right above that goal when it went in because yeah. I was at the game at Red Bull Arenas. It was a beautifully placed ball from Moses and yeah. an even better finish. It's one of those ones where I didn't even register the pass because I was so focused on the shot. Yeah. And then I watched the replay and I was like, oh my God, that was just beautiful. The whole yeah. sequence. Yeah. Everything was just absolutely spot on with that. So it's, it, He's showing why we spent a million dollars on him. Yeah. He can also hit a free kick. So assuming, right, yeah. he... He's he comes back next year with the same fire that we've seen from Kamara this year. We could have multiple options on free kicks, oh. and that could spell because everybody's starting to you know the the set pieces. While we're still finding a lot of goals on them, and I yeah. think we might still find one this weekend on it. People are starting to key in on the set pieces. They yeah. start, but you know, adding that extra element of a whole nother set piece taker is going to be, is, is just going to add the, the levels and the layers and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my score prediction, same as your 2-1. I, yeah. I think it's, it's going to be, be a tight game. game. It's going to be very close. And I think Albert has some good, solid, like, worries yeah. about it. Yeah, He's, absolutely. The, the last 30 minutes, yeah. Um, you know, DC's last, it, it, we're, we're a hard running team. Yeah, and if our subs aren't, if, our, if we don't use our subs and our subs, because look, the last thirty minutes against Cincinnati, we were up three nothing going into half, and we sub, we used three of our five subs at halftime. Yeah, um, which is fine, and I still think that the second goal against Cincinnati probably wouldn't have happened had Pines not been put on the island that was halfway between Briant and halfway between Griffin Yao. It's, it's just hard as a center back to have to yeah. deal with somebody who doesn't really know how to defend and somebody yeah. who doesn't have the athletic abilities to get back and defend, although yeah. he can defend when he's back there. But, yeah, I, I you know, it'll be – if we use our subs right, again, coming off, both teams played at midweek. Yeah. One was at home at the midweek, and that could give us a little bit more of the edge, whereas Orlando had to travel to Nashville, which isn't too far from Orlando. It's not the furthest away game they could have had. Still it's not the closest either. But, you know, it's still a bit of travel. Travel is travel. Yeah. So 
it's yeah. it's a hard one to call. It, I could easily see us winning two not two one as I could see us losing two one as I could see us drawing two two or one one. Yeah, but the optimist in me wants to pick maximum points because that's what we need for the, yeah. the standings. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to fade my own team. <laughs> no, my name, my name's not Daniel. No. Although I'm sure he'd be saying this is going to be a three, two thriller. And DC is going to be on the sad end of it again. Yeah. Just probably. like we were against their arch rivals in Orlando. Yeah. Oh, probably. Uh, Tom, the arch rivals in Orlando being Atlanta for those yeah. who don't know. <laughs> I mean, come on. Um, so Tom has put his prediction in on the notes. He says three one. I'm assuming that is optimistic. That's a very optimistic. Although, yeah. you know, I'm looking at this game and I'm going, I could see that happening too. Well, yeah, that's but, it. But it's... The the major issue I have with DC only conceding one in that situation is DK, right? Yeah. DK against a small, undersized center back in Andy Nahar. Yeah. I love Andy Nahar. He is a team of the week player. He's a best eleven player in my book. Yeah, the value. He's the most vet, money to statistical defender. He's the best one in the league. He's a yep. DP level player playing at two hundred thousand dollars a year, a hundred thousand dollars a year, something stupid like that. Yep. But he does not match up well against the six foot something, two hundred pounds something train that is Daryl DJ. He is a Mack truck waiting to hit the hole. Yeah. However. If, you know, burn bombs playing in the middle, it, it all depends, right? It's This is such a toss-up of a game, and that's yeah. what's crazy about the East this year, right? There's a point in between us and the standings, but there's five points. There's five positions between us yeah. and the standings. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, got a prediction come through in the chat. Let's put that on screen. So David sees a 3-2 for DC, Roberta, Pines, and Paredes. I'm assuming that goes into Dave's idea that Kamara is more injured than both of us think, which I yeah. fair. I, I don't yeah. know. It's it. Uh, we, there's not, I don't remember seeing anything, any press conference either. I think it happened today and I haven't looked at it, but the injury oh. report should have come out today as well. Yeah. I, I, although Dave's saying they think they rest Kamara. Yeah, that could happen too. But like, if you look at, the reason Kamara's minutes to goals are the way they are is because he's been getting rest all year long. And yeah. so if there's any time he keeps getting subbed off when if you what, need your once he's got or at the beginning of the season when he just wasn't playing. Yeah. If there's any time where you want it, Kamara is soccer young this year. And if there's yeah. any point where you need your golden boot caliber striker to play, it's in probably the most important regular game of the season. And I hate hyping that up in that way yeah, because it's, it's only going to make it. It's only going to make one. it. It's only going to jinx it. Uh, my heart's going to get ripped out tomorrow evening, and I'm just going to be sad, right? I know that. That's what's going to end up happening here. But, you know, I'm too much of an optimist to not feel that way. So Yeah. Sure. Right. Fun questions, because we've already answered David's. Um, so we've got another one that came in through on Instagram, which was this. So Victor, um, who has been up in the chat, um, has asked, do any players deserve more game time? Moses Nyman. <laughs> Moses I mean, that's Nyman. a fair answer. That's it. Yeah, That's your answer. That is that Griffin Yao would deserve more game time if we didn't have Jordi Reyna. Yeah. The issue with Griffin Yao is he is playing in a very rich position, which is winger. And what we've yeah. seen is, is he can't defend. 
and he's 19, 18. He doesn't know how to defend. Paredes is a much better suited to play the left wing back than Griffin is to play right wing back. Yep. And when you've got the trio of wingers in Ariola, Flores, and Reyna, you're never going to find yourself in a situation where you're going to need to put in Yao as well. Yeah. And that sucks. He's just, yeah, it sucks for him because Shoot, he's just Moses been on the back in order. Yeah. Moses came in on the wing on Wednesday and he yeah. still played well. He played great. He had a great pass, great couple of passes in the five minutes he got. And that's the first yeah. five minutes we've seen on a Moses Nyman in a month. I would love to see Moses get more gameplay, but I don't think he matches up great against Orlando either because yeah. of his size. He's just small. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. There are no, plenty no, of great center midfielders who are short. It's just for the team we're playing, the way this game matches up, we need somebody to win the aerial duels against their Daryl DK. Yeah. It, and I hate saying that because it's like, oh, you're only focusing on one player. When you focus on one player, when there's ten other, the nine other outfield players, ten if you count the goalie, right? But he is their their striker. He's their focal point for the attack. It goes from Nani to DK. Yeah. And he scored. But then did he I score think in the reverse fixture? Yeah. Reverse fixture. Moses played. And yes. I'm sure he had Nanny in his back pocket quite a lot in that game. Yeah, and I I see that, right? But that was when Moreno wasn't on form. Yeah, true. Because Moreno was dealing with, you know, he's had a he's had a rough year personally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um you also look at DK didn't play that game, I don't believe. No, because he was on loan at Barnsley. He was still on loan. And he came back and he went to the gold cup like immediately. Yeah. And then he came back and he basically played a full year and he picked up the shoulder injury in the gold cup. So he didn't play for a month after that. So this is our first look at the, at the monster that scored. I don't know how many goals he scored last year, but he was up in the golden boot race as a rookie coming out of the Yeah. Yeah. So, and you look at how the super draft normally works where our two super draft picks are, might I add, both of them came out of the ACC. So both of them played Daryl DK while they were at college as well. So, you can't say, oh, it was the division they played in. Oh, it's the team they played for. No, no, no. They all played in the same league, basically, even though college soccer is just weird. Don't even get me started. The clock counts up. So it, clock, it counts down from 45. Yeah. So they put 45 on the board. It counts down to zero. There's no added time. And then if it's a tie game, they play golden goal overtime without a clock, I don't believe. Yeah. Okay, that's just weird. Yeah, I, I, I can't mean, remember. I think there might be like they put 45 up on the board again, but I think it's very hard for an NCAA game to end in a tie. Yeah. Yeah, so it's that's weird. weird. They count down. So they started at 45, and instead of the traditional count up, they count down. Very strange. Very, yeah, very my brother, strange. My brother, who's at Virginia Tech and who was across the street from the soccer field and he was living on campus, went to a few games and was like, yeah, it's just weird. That's fair, yeah. I, I don't even want to go down that road, so... Yeah. So, yeah. So, I think, to answer Victor's question, it should be Moses Nyman. Yeah, it, 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 that's the guy. Yeah. It sure. sucks that Yamil Assad has fallen off the way he has. I know people were talking about that. Yes, yeah. Jack Hector mentioned it. Yeah. It sucks, um, because he was almost revolutionary last season yeah. at that CDM role. But it's so weird to say this. DC United has such a plethora of riches in the midfield. We do, yeah. Um, The center of the midfield, the winger, whether you want to call him an attacker or a midfielder, it doesn't matter. We got a lot of them. 
yeah we're well stocked everywhere yeah. at the moment yeah and I, we talked about this last week too and like where do we need to add depth and you know to go back to that thinking about it more we need a right wing back badly yeah yeah, yeah. Probably going to need a left back as well because Mora doesn't play the same as Paredes. No. And we need, for this system, we need Paredes. Mora yeah, we need a more great. of an attacking wing back Mora rather than a Mora is off the ball. bench to shut games down. Yeah. And that yeah. is evident by when he came on for Paredes in the Cincy game because I believe he got on in the Cincy game and the Minnesota game. But either way, yeah. all the goals seem to come from the right-hand side after that. Yeah. Um, yeah, we need, and the right back is even more dire because we have Gressel. Because that's about COA it. Yeah. is hurt. Chris is hurt. Yeah, and he's been Again. hurt all year, and he's a good third option for wing back. But Yao doesn't do it, not yeah. yet, anyways. Um, the only other player Paul, that Paul yeah. could play there in a pinch. He's played there yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Paul but, could do it, but he's already on the field. Yeah. So, but then saying that, if Paul was having to play right wing back, then Griffin could. Yeah, but that's a weird sub, especially because you know you've been playing the whole game forward and attacking. Yeah. To to then pivot to defend, defend, defend is very yeah. hard. I it's, assume you also have to prep differently as well. Yeah. It, but it's something know. that is it's doable, but it's, it's not very doable. Deal. And in a pinch, it will work. Yeah. But exactly. we need, if we're going to use roster spots appropriately this offseason, let's target backup wing backs and maybe yeah. even move on for more, maybe sell him down the road because he's not a bad player. Yeah. Not a bad player at all. No, not at all. But sometimes you just have to. Sometimes you just don't. You have to make that hard decision. Doesn't It doesn't work in the system. And it's yeah. sad because I like Mora. I've always liked him. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think he was. I think he he was under Ben one of the better left backs in the whole in all of MLS. Yeah, I think but he's certainly more suited to a four back formation rather than the three back. The and, three, and especially yeah. because he's a lot better when going forward. He's a lot better in that four back because yeah. he's able. He's more. He doesn't have to beat people on the dribble, and he can put. He just has to put a ball in. Yeah. Whereas Paredes can do all of that, but also beat someone on the dribble. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, I think we've uh, gone through everything that we need to. Um, so come to a lovely, lovely... Oh, actually, no, we need to open your packs. Yes, I've got three, three MLS packs. soccer packs here. Yes. Some trading card packs that I will be opening right now. Um, yesterday, and this will be the wrap-up, so if you have any more questions, put them in the chat, and we'll yes. probably talk about it while I open these. But yesterday, I pulled a one of, uh, one of ten, so it was four of ten, actually. Um, Raul Rui Diaz insert, so that's pretty cool. Um, there aren't a whole lot of DC United players because they don't know every single player in Major League Soccer just because the lineups change so much. Okay, but we'll see. So, there are some cool inserts. I pulled an, a vintage Claudio Reyna New York Red Bulls card. It's kind of mm. cool because he's Gio Reyna's dad, but at the same time, yeah. it's like, oh, it's a Red Bull Red player, Bull. Yeah. right? So, I've opened the first pack, and here we go. So, here this go. is the first card, it'll be. I it's can't read it. Darwin Quintero. Well, it's a sideways card. It's oh, hard because the camera's also reversed. Mirrored. Yeah. Yeah. So some of them are sideways, some of them are regular. And they got Molina in the exact same position. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So it's the two cards are in like the exact same position. That's weird. Yeah. Ooh, thoughts on Alfaro. 
Oh, so this I'm, is Austin FC's. So they do one card for each team, but normally it's like players on teams, but they have to make these the year before. So it's only going to be Austin because they didn't have a roster when the set was made. Ah, that's very so, cool. Yeah, we'll probably see another stadium card or another team card yeah. at some point. Fair. But yeah. Thoughts on Alfaro. Um, <laughs> he's a good depth player, but he's definitely not a starter for me. Paxton um, Comical, under 22, under 22 nice and then a pitch prodigies uh, drew yearwood uh, yeah it's a rookie yeah. card though so that's kind of cool and then yeah. the pitch prodigies uh gabrielle selena who's the, okay. Columbus, uh, the yeah. chicago fire goalkeeper so that's pack one that's pack one um other things Alfaro. on Alfaro. he's he had a good start he's solid he's 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 solid He's a solid depth piece. I wouldn't play yeah. him starting eleven every week, week in or week out. But yeah, yeah. he's good. I, I think he could be better. Yes, I, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think he puts in a one too many long balls, and he has the tendency to step out of position one too many times, or get caught in a situation where he's keeping a player on side where he shouldn't yeah. be. Yep. So your second pack. Yep. We've got Ryan's Hollingshead to start. Okay. Um, that uh, is, is that Minnesota? Yes, it is John uh, Grey Goose or something like that. Okay. Oh, so this is one of those. So this is a 1981 Alan Pulido. So this is an insert. So it's his normal card, but it's different because it's got the vintage soccer like boundary ah, okay That's and then the color cool. of it the color of it makes it rarer to some extent yeah. but i don't remember which one the green is associated with i know red is one out of ten fair um ayoaki nola 22 under 22 rookie card yeah um ideal back line for the rest of the season slash playoffs hector's following up as well yeah um i think our ideal back line assuming brendan heinz like is healthy is Steve Birnbaum in the middle with uh, Brendan Hines like on the left because he's an actual left-footed center back and Andy yeah. Nahar on the right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Donovan Pines being able to come off the bench in that situation is just going to be amazing. Yeah, that, that I 100% agree on that A one. pitch prodigies uh, Triore for the LA Galaxy and then a pitch prodigies who hadn't even played a game yet, it looks like. Uh, that's a very hard name to pronounce. <laughs> Uh, Marshall Rudy is the last name. Marshall. I don't want to butcher somebody's name live on a broadcast. And so we got one more pack here. If you got any more questions, let us know. Um, yeah, I, I, the back line is, is, is like the non penciled in part, right? Yeah. Because the back line has been the worst injury plagued position all season. It really has. Um, it really has. Whether it's season. been Bill being injured or whether it's been yeah. Bam Bam, Pines, Nahar, yeah. yeah. Everywhere. I feel. I think everyone in our backlines at some point been out. When was Pines is supposed to come back? Early October month? is when. Early October is when yeah. Foot Mob has him coming back. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, oh, good. The third pack starts off with third in the MVP race. Supposedly, oh. according to MLS.com, um, Jao Paulo. Oh, Jao Paulo. Yeah, Paulo. I don't know how he's supposed to be third in the uh, um, MVP race when Ola Kamara has four. Yeah. Uh, ideal front three. 
Oh, that's harder. That's much yeah. harder. So Paxapomical. Kamara. Um, Kamara probably up top. Um, Fabian Herbers. Herbers. Yeah. Oh, so this Ariella. is another cool one. So this is Daniel Chaloy. Okay. But it's the flag one. So I have the Gressel one as well of this, yeah. where it's Germany instead of Hungary. Yeah. But it's it's cool because he's also a homegrown player. So he has dual nationality, but he chose nice. to represent Hungary over the U.S. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Cool out of Daniel Chaloy. So Kamara, Ariola. Mm, who would I have on the left side? Bruce Duke, pitch prodigies. That's oh, the hard part. Yeah. That's the hard part. And then another Austin FC to close it out. Who would you have on the left? So it's your toss up, right? It's, yeah. Do you do you go with Reyna or do you go with Flores? And I think it is whoever's going hotter into the playoffs. Yeah. And right now that's Reyna. Yeah. Flores has been good. He's not been the DP level player that we want him to be, and we can talk about that as well. Oh, yep, Hector's right. We did play John Kempin. Yeah, because that was when Bill Hamid had the early season. He was coming back from the hernia surgery. No, it wasn't Kempin. It was it was Sites, wasn't it? It was Sites or Kempin. We were running yeah. two of them. If it was after the if the Orlando game was after the San Jose game, then it was John Kempin. If it was before, it was probably Chris Sites. I'm, I'm, I'm on the website uh, yeah. lineups here we go it was eventually when it actually decides to load up Hector's about to get it was Kempen yeah, yeah. Huh? Oh, let's say Hector's probably about to get uh, vindication for his, his thing there he's going to be proven right here yeah but yeah yeah you're right um, but that left side I gotta say it's Reyna right now Flores yeah. is good He's not DP good. We can talk about that all you want. Yeah, yeah. I think that's. I think we need to step away from that conversation because we're not fixing that right now. We need no. to look at the roster, how it is, or we need to look at the starting eleven, how it is. Yes, Flores I, should be better. He could be better, but he's not. Yeah, and we should just leave it at that. Yeah, I think it depends on the type of team that we're playing as well. That, um, yeah, I think that's a huge part of it as well. Yeah, because if it's a team that's got a slower backline, Raider all day. Yeah. Because Reyna's got that pace. But if it's a team that needs unlocking with a special pass, then it would be Flores for me. That's that's how I would play it. So unless you bring on Flores um, when things are starting to look a little bit tougher and you need to have that fresh legs on there and someone to have that golden um, creation of that chance, that's... But yeah, to me, it all depends on who who we're playing and how it's how the game is going as well. Whether you swap them around so or whatnot. Currently, if we go with the standings as they exist, yes, our playoff game sitting in third would be against number six in the league in the Eastern Conference, anyways, Atlanta yeah. United. So but that we would, would be, be a home. we would be at home. That would be a, in my opinion, that would be to me. Judging off the last Atlanta United game, <laughs> where Reyna was not available, yeah. we'll just we'll we'll preface it with that. But I would probably play Edison Flores in that situation. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But you know, you're looking at the teams around them and the teams that could still sneak in because eighth place is on 37 points, ninth place is on 34, and tenth is on 32. So there's it's an eight-point gap between us and tenth. It's so bizarre this season. I love it. Yeah, I yeah. And then you look it. at the Western Conference, and it's just not the same. There's yeah. still a very close race between like fifth and tenth, 
yeah. with 10th having 33 and 5th having 39. But then it's a four-point gap to 4th at 43. And then it's another five points from 43 to 48 to get into the top three Oof. in the West. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit more I don't know where they're getting decided. all these What's crazy to me is they're getting all these points, yeah. right? They have a lot more points than the East does. And maybe that's just because there are more teams in the West this year. I don't know. Because we don't have Charlotte yet. So there, I think there's an extra team in the West. Because of yeah, Austin. There's 27 teams in total, isn't there, this year? Is it 26 this year because we added Austin? I can't remember. I'm, I'm, I think it's 27 and it goes up to 28 okay. next year. Okay, we'll see. But yeah. Um, but toughest Eastern Conference team. Yeah, besides we'll have this as... Yeah, we'll have this as the last question and then yeah. we'll wrap things up. But yeah, toughest Nashville. Yeah. And I, I, I know well, it's because they're second, but they are... A they're tough. tough team. They're tough. But the East is just so dead dead close. They're only yeah. six points ahead of us at the moment. Yeah. So... But I think the, a, for us, the biggest the toughest game we've had so far was Atlanta in Atlanta. Yeah. And probably also, um, Oh, there's more teams in the East, but there's an odd number of teams in the West. Yeah. That's so that, that's, I don't know where they're getting all their points to be honest, but they're averaging like over a point per game. There's mm. multiple teams averaging more than two points a game in the West. There's like one in the East and that's new England. And that's could be a testament to how good the East is. Yeah. Or it could be a testament to how bad the East is. We don't know. Yeah. But the other tough opponent the DC's had was on the road against San Jose. Yeah. Um so I don't I don't know. It, yeah. It's a tricky New one. Hard. The thing is is I wouldn't even count New England as that hard of an opponent. Because again, the two games we played against New England this year were not necessarily games where we were ever out of it. Yeah. I think when New England went up three one, they kind of put the game to bed. But, but it, it was still, still close at that three. point. Yeah, we, it, we, it still ended a goal difference. Yeah. And uh, you're right, David, there might be more yeah. ties in the East, although DC has not had any of them. Um, I think we've had, looking at the standings, we've had... Three or four draws? Four ties. Four ties. 12 wins, four ties, 11 losses. <laughs> three, of those, three of those losses coming, coming at home. The other eight on the road so yeah two more games we'll see yeah if we can pick up a win on the road this week that'll that'll make a huge difference absolutely you but home form is is clinical but you need to get something on the on the road um but yeah yeah if i had to answer the question probably either nashville or maybe atlanta and that's because atlanta just matches up well with dc yeah, they've got very skilled, fast players, and when we played them last, we didn't. <laughs> yeah, because um, it was a yeah, yeah. Cool. You're right, Hector. We did rotate the squad a lot, and that's three-two loss to New England, and we had Paul Ariola get injured, and we had John Kempen in, and the previous game we only lost one nothing with a weird squad. Yeah, on a on a Brendan Hines like own goal. Yeah. There have been 96 ties in the Eastern Conference, according to David. That's, That's crazy. madness. Absolute madness. Oh, yep. And Kemp and goal. Kemp and goal in the 3-2. And I believe if Bill was in, it probably would have ended 2-2. Okay. I'm willing to bet there was a goal somewhere in there. Not remembering. I think Tejon Buchanan's goal, while amazingly taken off the volley, I believe. Mm. Yes. John Kempen 
for Bill to meet there, I think Bill gets a hand to it. Yeah, just quick reaction. Yeah, the quick reaction saves. That's what Bill does best. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. Right. No, oh, 95 ties 95 in the West. ties in the West. So who knows where the points are coming from? Not who me. Knows? Who knows? Well, there we go. Let's end it there because we've uh, gone on for an hour and 45, which yeah. is pretty epic to say the least um so pre-post and in-game coverage for exactly tomorrow. exactly so if get, you're having to watch the orlando broadcast yes again you if you're watching dave and Devin, turn that baby up all the way to 11 yeah but if you're listening to orlando just put us on instead yeah you'll, hear, you'll know tom for a bit too until his yeah. computer decided to quit for the weekend yes it's probably got uh windows or something on his computer i'd imagine you know that's how it is um so yeah so that's it for today's show um thank you angus for being here for the full entire show yeah. anytime anytime um as if you're watching you can see uh angus's uh, twitter account there but uh, for those who are listening where can people find you you can find me at the twitter account below angus long nine or on instagram angus.s.long um no capitalizations on any of that uh, yeah, follow me anywhere you want to follow me. <laughs> um, if you want to see more, I guess, soccer-sided content, Twitter. If you want to see more life content, Instagram, which at the moment is soccer because of where it is season. But I mean, soccer is life. Football is life. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Uh, follow me. Please, please do. Yeah, um, do. And if you want to reach out and talk more, shoot me a DM or something. I don't care. I love talking this stuff. So, yeah. Who doesn't love talking soccer when exactly. you're on a soccer podcast? James, where can they find you? Yeah. So, for on Twitter, look at this. It's coming up on screen right now. Wow. Um, blocking me out and everything. I know, right? It is at DC United Kingdom. If you want to follow on Instagram or Facebook, it is at DC United Kingdom FC. As David mentioned earlier on in the show, um, if you want to become a member, hit us up dcunitedkingdom.com forward slash membership and if you want to support the show in any other way you can do just head to bio.link forward slash dcunitedkingdom um, all those links are in the show notes so do go and check those out and before you go please subscribe and like the video and you can also click a bell uh, apparently down there somewhere and if you're listening to the podcast version of this on Apple Podcasts leave us a review five stars yes you know, five stars give us, give us what we got yeah. If you like it. If not, leave us an honest review so we can make it better. Yeah, exactly. It's good feed any feedback is good feedback. Um, Comment below if you're on the YouTube. <laughs> do do something. And yeah. I love the fact that the live chat has been absolutely on fire. Uh, so thank you to everyone who's took part yeah, there. Thanks thanks again to everyone who showed out. Uh and Ross, um I love you, but like you're from Scotland, not England, so how British are you? Oh, ouch. <laughs> ouch. <laughs> Ouch. And I'm as quarter Scottish. So I'm just going to leave it right there. So, but yeah. So there we go. That is it. We're down in Orlando. That's the last time a Scottish team's won the Premier League. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On that note, we're, like I said, we're down in Orlando. Let's get those three points back to Audi. So on that note, from me, Vamos United. Vamos.